Hey Teens, the Hey Teens theme zine, issue number one, is on stands now. It's on stands in some stores, and you can find out where at heyteenspodcast.com, and you can also order the zine from the website directly. We've got a lot of things. we got uh, stories, we got drawings, we have videos. It's yeah. crazy. You're going to want to download a QR reader for your phone, because John and I each made a video, and you can scan it, and it brings you right to the YouTube page. And to get a free copy of the zine, you can go to punchcards.etsy.com, and when you order a card, you can get a zine for free. We love you, teens. Enjoy the show. Hey teens! Hey teens! Hey Eric! Guess what? Happy anniversary! Oh, happy anniversary, John! <laughs> this is our one-year anniversary show. Yeah. Uh, we didn't plan anything anniversary spectacular, special, no, no. like but but you guys can send us gifts if you want. Yes, definitely. <laughs> to celebrate this. Yeah, you can just go on heyteenspodcast.com and buy like. 40 copies of the zine. Yeah. And then... Or just donate money to us. That'd be cool Yeah. Too. There's not an option for that yet, but I should just put we that should on put there. should put that on there, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're really excited. We've been doing this for a year and uh, have loved every, every damn second of it. Every goddamn minute of it. <laughs> uh, and here today with us is our guest, Elon Gale. Hi. What's hey, up, Elon. man? How are you? Uh, doing great. How are you? I'm good. That's how we start by asking each other how we are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like a normal human. It's a beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful day outside. It is. Uh, it is a nice we're day. indoors for the next hour or so, but got it. We should just go to the park later. And I would love that. Soak it all in. Yeah, play some croquet. Catch some rays. And, yeah, <laughs> fly play a some kite. Bocce ball. We started the one year anniversary by talking about a feeling that people can't have with us because <laughs> yeah. it's a different temporal moment, and also by uh, being talking about a description of a, of a, a visual image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, just close your <laughs> eyes sorry. and just picture us just out there soaking up the soaking rays. Up those rays, man. You know, laying out on the grass. Picture <laughs> yeah. yourself with us, you know? I, I, just I, hanging I like out. To imagine Make us some sandwiches. As you're listening to our show, you always picture hanging out with us. Yeah, yeah there's always a spot right in between myself and Eric on this couch. Uh, so you just, there plop, there's, so just plop down right here. This is the seat for our listener. <laughs> You've left it open for Elijah. It's, the, it's yeah. Elijah's seat. Um, maybe we've got a listener named Elijah out there. Yeah. And that's, if so, it's yours. Yeah, if not the biblical Elijah, it is perhaps a real-life person out there. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for uh, having me. I gotta say, love your, your tweets. Thank you. <laughs> that's you know. <laughs> Thank that's, you. <laughs> that's the, the the main reason why I asked you to come here because you are a funny dude. Yeah, I just I actually just started following you right before you showed up, but I, I was remiss. <laughs> I uh, I'm an idiot. I don't really pay that much attention to Twitter, and I should I should get onto this Twitter train, guys. See, Eric's got like a wife and a dog. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like a life. Yeah, yeah. Is that what is that what that is? I've heard of it. I have yeah. a, di- a very different definition of life at the moment, but uh, <laughs> yeah, John just has copies of Frasier on DVD. And do you actually have those on DVD? I have one. I have like season one, but then it's all on Netflix right now. So Elon, there's one thing you have to know about John. He's a resident Frasier, Golden Girls, Mrs. Doubtfire, and. 
things. We could just yeah, it's probably capping at that expert. <laughs> Uh, if you have any questions about any of those things, he will answer them gladly. Not right now. That's not a good. Time. I don't. I don't have any questions <laughs> about those items as of now. That's good. But I'll work on some. So, uh, where where did you grow up? Where are you from? I grew up here in Los Angeles. Whoa! Oh, okay. I am a native. What part of town? Uh, kind of West LA near UCLA, mm-hmm. Westwood area ish. Sure, sure. What was that like? Uh, it was. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, without public transport. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was a lot of walking right. and friend circles were whoever, you know, was really close right? or who your parents, parents liked mm-hmm. kids. Right, right. Right. Yeah. See, we didn't grow up around here, but people have come on the podcast and, and who have grown up around here and said that uh, years ago, it wasn't nearly what it is now, which isn't even all that much now, but it was even like... Public more, transportation, you mean? Yeah, public transportation, or, and just like that area wasn't as, uh, I don't know, boom. Not, it's not even booming now. Right, it's but not booming. But like even it's less... bustling, maybe. Yeah, sure, there, there, sure. Was, there was less of a bustle years ago. I, I don't know. I think it's always been the kind of place where you either have a car or you're dead. Okay. Right. And I don't think that, yeah, I... There are little tiny patches, little like strips of earth uh-huh. where people <laughs> congregate and can move like packs... As the uh-huh, animals uh-huh. we are, right? But there are few and far between. I, I, I personally haven't seen much of a change, but also I don't really, you know, travel with packs. You don't right. travel in packs? I don't. Never. It just yeah. I don't know. I don't like crowds. All right. So I, I maybe I've just avoided them my whole life. Well, glad we didn't invite the studio audience yeah. for uh, for this episode. You're um, recording this? <laughs> yeah, this is happening, man. Oh. <laughs> anyway, see ya. So I assume you went to a pretty huge high school out here? Or? I did. I went yeah. to high school with 2,000 kids. Whoa. Whoa. I think there was six, 600 in our graduating class, maybe. Wow. A lot of people. Um, what, ki- what kind of clique did you find yourself in? If you, even if you, if you were even in one. Oh, yeah. I was like... Uh, I think it was. I got along with a, a whole bunch of people. Sure. And also did not get along mm-hmm. with sure, a sure. whole bunch of people. Well, when there's 2,000 people in the school, you're bound to... Yeah. I mainly ran with the drama crowd. Oh, okay, All right. Okay. Believe it or not. Were you in, in any plays? Or oh, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. in all the plays. All the plays. The, mus- <laughs> the musical. What was your most notable role? I was Nathan Detroit in Guys oh. and Dolls. Oh, wow. Which was, you know, a big deal back, mm-hmm. in, back totally. in the day. I was also like... Four eleven, maybe, <laughs> and the, the the girl playing Adelaide was like five eight. Oh, we were in totally different pubescent stages, <laughs> and it was really ridiculous looking. It was like a mommy and me production of that. That's <laughs> my voice cracking every two seconds. Oh man! Oh god! Do if you, there's a video of that video going around, that, <laughs> there is somewhere. Somewhere. I'm sure. It's probably on Betamax. Right. Well, some some place can convert that. Yeah, uh, certainly. Yeah, so so you did all of the plays. Pretty uh, much, yeah. That's pretty cool. So were you popular in the, in the theater nerd crowd? I don't think so, no? really. I don't think I was ever popular at all. I think, uh-huh. I, I think some people li- liked me a lot, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people didn't like me a lot. I think people had strong feelings about me, but I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't say they were universally good or bad. Right. You know. Um, was there, whenever people talk about L.A., uh, I assume in the 80s, 90s, I picture it being like like an 80s movie where there are the jocks who pick on the nerds and all that. Was that happening at all in your school? 
or did everybody kind of just leave everybody else alone? It's really strange, but I don't. I the things that we see on like television, the things mm-hmm. that I grew up on, like Saved by the Bell, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and these yeah. things that give you this like clickish concept. No one is kind of anything. Everyone's this true, like forty percent of the paradigm they were going to be. True, uh-huh. yeah, and yeah, when yeah. you're like living in it, you look and like everything's smaller. Like the lockers are smaller. You yeah. couldn't possibly fit a nerd <laughs> inside a locker. Right. And the personalities are smaller, so the jocks are like jockish, uh-huh. and the right, goths are right. like gothy. And no one's actually anything, really. And so it's like it's really difficult to to a find your place, and also it's hard to know who to hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I guess you're just trying to find yourself for, through most of high school and know, most of life, really. Yeah. Until until you're you know comfortable with yourself, which probably never happens. I don't know. Does it ever happen? Let me know. If yeah, I'll let you know if I ever experience I, it. Hateens podcast at gmail.com yeah, if you can you answer that question for us. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess that, that does make a ton of sense where just everybody's, nobody's even sure of themselves. So, why would they be sure of like, right. what, where they belong in the world? Um, it, were you uh, a troublemaker or did you keep your nose clean? Oh, my nose was always clean. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I think it's so hard to, pin down what anyone is in a moment. Yeah. Right. I definitely, you know, I I was one of those people I would say I never skipped class, but I would say I also never did any homework. And I would say right. that sure, yeah, I yeah. somehow got by and I I did well, I guess, but I don't remember trying very hard. Yeah. But I also didn't That's do how great. I was too. It was right. you know, there's this I I think I was very strangely average in every way <laughs> yeah just found a way to just like blend in kind of go unnoticed and then it's like yeah. somehow no one no one's caring that you're not studying or, right you know anything yeah. and it's just like oh, i guess it. he did fine he wasn't in detention every day so right. i did yeah. get in trouble here and there uh, and I, you know. any uh, notable times oh, that you uh, got in trouble I, I you know i can't really think of any i just remember being talking to the dean a lot mm-hmm <laughs> And it was always very chummy. I don't remember why. It was always very like, it's like, what'd you do? And I was like, oh, I didn't go to class for like a couple of days. And it's like, oh, you probably should do that. And I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I, I messed up there. Well, I guess if you I go in there. The hell out of you. Yeah. If you go in there and, and don't say like, fuck you, you don't get to tell me what to do, then you're probably going to do okay. Yeah, right. You know? That's kind of the secret is that if you're polite to everybody, even if you aren't the best student or don't do your homework, if you're nice about it, they're usually not that, they'll be nice back to you. Because they're used to just like people throwing desks and being like, fuck you! And like storming out. But if you're kind of like, like, yeah, I did enough to get by, but I'm really nice to everybody. People will let you do whatever you want. I I always felt like a 70-year-old man trapped in like (laughs) a 14-year-old's body. Sure, sure. And so I think I just acted kind of like unaware of my surroundings Uh and just kind of overall, you know, nice. I think they almost felt bad for me. Like, oh, he just doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't belong here. He, you know, he's late for his canasta club. Exactly. (laughs) He probably couldn't find his keys this morning. (laughs) You know, he didn't take his pills. Yeah. Oh, we'll just let him slide by this time. I don't, I'm sorry, this is, I... So we talk about meal. Do I should I redirect questions back? I feel rude. Oh, oh no, no no no! This is about like, you, my friend. Okay, I just want. I feel oh, I no, feel no. rude and strange just fielding <laughs> questions because it's very one way, which is fine. But no, I, I mean, want to make sure that I'm not. No, if you have questions, if you have us, questions, I mean, I'll tell you right now. I was the same way when I was in high school, where I was a, a nice 
charming kid and even if i did get into some trouble nobody really seemed to care and i didn't really study yeah and i got by just fine and uh yeah it was just like you just have to be a, a nice enough person and you can get away with almost anything yeah and it's crazy they uh, just don't know what to do with you if you're not a complete shithead yeah totally how about you the biggest trouble i ever got was when i uh put hot pepper in teacher's food as a prank and I got caught, and then I had to write an apology letter, and I forgot. You <laughs> forgot. So, the, so I never wrote the apology letter, and then I had to sit at the bad kids' table for like a half a year or something like that. And where did you grow up? Uh, in Maine. Maine. Yeah, yeah, in, in southern Maine. So not as not as many moose and trees as you're probably imagining, but yeah, I've only been to like Madawaska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's more way more um, completely average than that. Uh, but yeah, so that was the, kind of the most trouble I ever got in school. Oh, no, actually, no. I told the story about how I thought I was Howard Stern on the radio. Did yes. Did I ever say that? And then, yeah. Uh, we had a radio show in, in my uh, media arts class, and we thought we were Howard Stern because we were 17 years old or 16, and just were like, we're like oh, nobody's listening anyway, so we were just saying like awful things, and the only person who was listening was an old lady who was like, <laughs> who was like the mother of one of the teachers, and uh, she called and complained, and we almost we almost got expelled. Wow, that was uh, I guess I did. I was a little bit of a shithead. It was but foreshadowing it was, to now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now, uh, now I am a successful radio show host. Yes, uh, <clears throat> I um, wish you guys could see what I'm looking at. <laughs> just, just everyone. I. Paint I don't the know. Picture Has anyone? So I'm sitting in this room. There's like <laughs> really great stuff everywhere. Uh-huh. There's this, like, there's exposed light bulbs, which there's all these guitars, and there's two guys, and one guy has on like very colorful socks. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, me, guilty and, as charged. <laughs> and that's like they're really fun, and they say a lot. And it's like I have I have this thing I want to show you, but only some people. <laughs> You know, I don't want everyone to see all it's of that. It's his little secret. You know, he's got and he's got the tattoos on his arms, and they're they're all in the place where he could cover them but doesn't. And that's something else about him. And then and then and and then you're wearing a shirt that has a lot of names on it, which is very popular. The list shirts now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the characters from What's Happening. Oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Uh-huh. You have, and he has these these kind of glasses that are really they're quite fun. They're like uh, how would I, how would you describe them? They're uh, uh, they're retro frames, I'd say. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I, I buy all of my eyewear at Old Focals in Pasadena. <laughs> there's good. Um, there's like, and he has like the right amount of hair product in, yeah. and that is something that I want to just compliment. Perfectly. Tasseled. You get a little bit of like definition up top, so it's going to catch the light, which is very nice from outside, as it was mentioned earlier, without being overly kind of done on the sides, that slicked back look that makes you feel right. like you can't trust somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so just so you guys know, it's actually quite... Kind of. And they're sitting on a, 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 a yellow corduroy couch underneath a picture cluster <laughs> with all kinds of things of... Uh, I won't get into it because it would take a while. Yeah. But it's uh, my favorite is Arnold Schwar- a picture of Arnold well, Schwarzenegger with a cup of soup. Yeah. A cup of noodles. Well, let a me tell you about. There's the two Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> photographs over here, and I'll tell you guys the story about how I got those, which is I think pretty cool. Um, so we're we're right now we're in uh, Los Feliz, and I, I was walking down the street one day, just going for a little stroll on a lovely day such as today. 
Uh, I'm sure you guys can hear the sun shining through the windows. And the the sirens. Yes, and the sirens. And um, I was going for a walk, and this woman had a yard sale, and she was selling a lot of stuff for her sister, who was uh, uh, having some medical problems, so she was getting rid of some of her stuff. And I found this, like, portfolio, and it was filled with all of these photographs of Arnold Schwarzenegger, but stuff that you would never really see anywhere else. So I asked her what the deal was, and she said that her sister was a photographer, and uh, during like the late 80s and early 90s was really close friends with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and would just go out with him and take photographs. <laughs> so these are photos that she had taken of, of oh, Mr. Schwarzenegger, Governor behind. Schwarzenegger. There's one where he's kind of smiling rakishly, and he's holding... His- Arms are fucking huge. Yeah, it looks like maybe that was when they were like shooting Commando or something, and and he's holding up Predator. a fork full of noodles yeah. out of like a cup of noodles. It seems like it's probably like an in between shot when like you know in between other press photos and like he he's having a get, snack. He just wanted to carbo load before yeah. <laughs> he before he continued. Yeah, I, so I, have, this, I have a present for you. I didn't plan this, and I'm gonna okay. give it to you. This is a photo of it. But this is something that I'm going to give you next you, time I see you. Okay. It's just a poster, movie poster. Whoa. That I found. Read it carefully. Look at the details okay. of this. Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. Terminator 3, Terminator Rise 3? of the Machines. But does it say Schwarzenegger? <laughs> <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Whoa. That's amazing. I was walking through Chinatown <laughs> on Christmas Day uh-huh. this year, and I walked past the window. I was looking at swords. <laughs> because I gave... I, I gave, I lost my I gave away my swords recently. Okay. Uh-huh. And I was feeling nostalgic for them. I was like, I wonder if I should get more swords. And I, I don't <laughs> the really know. Yes. I, yeah. I know, right? If you have the thought, should I get more swords, the answer is always yes. And as I look through this window, I just see this thing that says the Schwarzenegger is gonna be back. Schwarzenegger. In Terminator three. And I I knew I bought it for a reason, and I know now <laughs> it, that it's for you. Wow. wow. This so is So that's yours. This is Thank it's you in my so closet much, with my swords. <laughs> with your swords. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, no, that, that's, that's incredible. Uh, you know, I just thought that these photos of Arnold Schwarzenegger were just so interesting and, and wild, such as that, that poster. That clear, and it's clearly not even a photo from Terminator 3. It's no, like a Terminator no. 1 yeah. still. I don't think he was in Terminator 3. Yeah, I don't think so I don't either. think he was either, yeah. And I don't think that he said, I'll be back in, yeah, like, he wasn't, in that Courier 12 font. Yeah, he, wasn't, <laughs> he certainly wasn't back for Terminator 3. I, uh, my friend bought a bootleg uh, of Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, uh, in Hong Kong. And if you flip it over, it's like, oh, there's Legolas, there's uh, you know, Elijah Wood's character. And then there's Tim Curry as the, as the devil from <laughs> what? Legend. What? Next to Tom Cruise. Uh, and, and like, oh fuck! And like maybe David Bowie too. Like all, all That's in this, awesome. all in this. Uh, yeah, it was the greatest. It was just like every fantasy movie, yeah, like layered on top of each other, like Frodo <laughs> and Frankenfurter, just yeah. like, side by side. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'd watch that, that all day. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's yeah. a fantastic. Did you were you guys ever into that whole scene? I used to go every week. Did oh, you yeah. really? Yeah, when I was in so high school. Really, every yeah. single week. Probably for about did six you, months. Did you dress up? No, but I really? kind of like I sang along. I knew all the you horrible did all lines. The I used to have I bring in ten pound bags of rice, sure. throw them at strangers, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and getting a lot of because that's the thing that it's arguments. either you 
get into it or it's like something that you distance yourself from as much as possible i think i right. just went once actually i i've been a f- i went a few times but did you i dress up i did not dress up but i knew that it like i was like this is for people but i'm not one of those people it's right. like this is yeah, yeah, na- yeah, yeah. massively for certain people i felt that way too where it's like i respect what's happening here yeah. but it's not for me Right. Everyone should go once, though. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And again, like I'm, you know, I don't dress up ever, but <laughs> for anything. But that is like, uh, it's just an experience. And they still yeah. show it like Fridays at midnight at. I think the new art. The new art. It's been. I mean, it's been, yeah. at least that's where I used to go. Uh huh. So it's been fifteen years ago. Right. So it's been it's been going strong ever ever since probably. I think so. Then. It's probably shown publicly more than any other movie in history. Probably, yeah. If you think about it. I'd be willing to put money on that. What were some of the places to hang out when you were a kid in L.A., or a teenager in L.A.? There was um, only one. There was only one? There was, like, you only have one option when you live in L.A. As mm. I mean, other than, like, a grocery store parking lot. Sure. You Those have, are pretty cool, though. You have coffee shops. Oh, yeah. So L.A. has this, like, has always had this, like, weird coffee culture of, like, small, struggling, independent coffee shops. Mm-hmm. And that's all I ever did. And that's where we hung out that's where we played poker and that's uh-huh. where we stored booze in the fridge because we knew the owner <laughs> and that was you know 6 p.m to 3 a.m you know four or five nights a week that's where wow. honestly that's probably where i met all of the friends i still have from that time period oh that's so none cool. of them were people that i went to i don't talk to anyone i went to high school with not, uh-huh. not one person well it was a pretty small school so well <laughs> yeah my options were <laughs> yeah. limited yeah you had 1199 other people but none of them were good enough for you well or the other way around <laughs> or the other way around <laughs> So, so the uh, your co-stars from Guys and Dolls kind of distance themselves from you. Well, I just you know it's I don't really actually fully understand the idea of maintaining friendships for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand <laughs> having like one or two, but like the odds that the person that you were really good friends with when you were a totally different human being mm-hmm. at fifteen and then later on in life, oh, like, yeah. like you're really just kind of like. You're grasping at straws, like looking for like, eh, we used to do. And like, what do you do? Well, you spend your time reminiscing? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not really a that useful feels weird. thing. Right. Remember that time that we, you know, drank too much Goldschlager? And, right. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Okay, cool. Like, let's really, talk about that next time we hang yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's really cool when you have like one or two people. Like, yeah. I have one friend from junior high, and we've, you know, shifted and like evolved really well over times. Mm-hmm. And I have a few friends from when I was like 19 or 20. And we've both shifted and evolved and like changed our relationships. Mm-hmm. But as far as like people from high school, the odds that you will actually have changed in ways living the disparate lives you have that you should talk to each other anymore. Yeah. I think those they're possible, but they're low. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. And it's uh, you know, I don't know, I just can't imagine sitting down with us and I'm sure they're awesome people. I'm sure they're wonderful now mm-hmm. and I'm sure they have a lot to offer. I'm just not sure I have anything to offer them either. I'm going to ramble about whatever nonsense I fucking talk about constantly. <laughs> and then it's they're like, what happened to the old you who was like cool and fun and not just like constantly swirling in thought and misery what? and things like that? You know, so I, it's a two-way street, but uh-huh. I, just don't, I just don't really get it. Yeah, I don't, I don't really either. Um, and I guess it's different for you because you grew up around here. But like for us, when we go back to our hometowns, there is a group of people where – time just stopped for them mm-hmm. right and they still hang out with all their friends from high school they like act like i should still know who they are you're like mm-hmm. oh yeah i saw so and so i'm like dude i don't know who the fuck that is anymore. right like 
I've, you know, I haven't been here for 15 Somebody years. would say some, like, Italian-sounding name, and I'm just like, sounds familiar, yeah, but I don't maybe. know. Um, yeah, so it is, it is a little, I mean, but I guess, it, actually, it's not that different, because you're pretty much describing the same thing. Maybe, so, maybe I just, you know, maybe I just envy those people mm-hmm. that are able to maintain those relationships. Maybe that's a good thing, and maybe, like, I'm worse off for not being capable of doing it, mm-hmm. and maybe, uh, or, or maybe I'm totally fucking right. Yeah, I, I, I actually think Let's you're stick totally, with totally, totally, totally right. fucking right. Uh, so, how old were you when you were going to these coffee shops and drinking until three in the morning? Oh, you know, probably like sixteen, seventeen. Oh, okay. So when you were still in high school, you were yeah hanging out these places. Yeah, I mean, there were, those were the safe zones. Those uh, were the places sure, you yeah. could go and not go because, like, everyone has a few drinks when they're underage. Right. It's good to have a place where you can drink and not drive, and you're not sure. like, hiding from the public and totally. and getting caught by the cop. It's like, oh wow, we're going to be really cool and have a beer. Yeah. Oh man, this is awesome. <laughs> I know. You know, and so you do that in like a safe zone, right? As opposed to being an idiot and you know going to someone's house and stealing their parents' liquor and then driving home and you know, yeah, ruining your life. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's where plot lines for after school specials come yeah, from. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to be one of those. You just want to hang out at coffee shops, have a beer. Exactly. So, and you said those are the people that you're still. Very often, around? yeah. Those are the people, you know, we used to do like, we used to have like poetry nights and stand up comedy events and art shows. And we just found this like group of like weird people that wanted to do things, right. whatever uh-huh. those things were. And then we did those things late at night. And so those people that are still doing those things are generally still interesting. Uh-huh. And you hang on to people that have interesting things they want to do. Do you find that you have the same interests as you did back then? Or like, uh, mm-hmm. or hobbies? Or, or, do you, or do you feel like you've changed a lot? That's a really good question. I don't know. I think I am probably... I think I probably have the same interests for the mm-hmm. most part. Uh, I think they've hopefully refined slightly. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. But I think that... I don't know. It's a really good question, actually. I think part of it is you think it's difficult to actually kind of solidify what, again, this goes back to the original Mm -hmm. question about high school. Mm -hmm. It's hard to figure out what you were. Yeah. Because you're always seeing it through the lens of what you are. And so there's always this like judgment you put upon it because in order to feel okay with yourself now, I have to look back 13 years and be like, okay, so that was worse because. And so I don't really have any way of actually gauging what I thought. I know that I... I know that I was a lot more self-conscious and shallow then. And as a result, I presented myself probably in a way that was someone I wouldn't like that much, Mm -hmm. to be totally honest. I don't think I was very nice back then. I think Mm. I really had high uh, expectations and thoughts about myself. I think I probably applied those to other people unfairly. Yeah. You know, and that's what you do when you're 16. Yeah. But that's no excuse. You shouldn't. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, I, I, so I think that hopefully has changed the way I interact with human yeah. beings. That, <clears throat> that's funny that you mentioned, I was, mentioned that I was thinking about something similar where, where I grew up, uh, on the, you know, on the East coast, straight edge culture was like a pretty big thing. And I, bunch of nerds, I never really like completely aligned myself with it, but I definitely like really looked down on people who were like drinkers or partiers uh and or like smoked a lot of weed and stuff and i was like kind of an asshole about it and i really regret that now see i I never really looked down on people who were like if they drank or smoked weed or anything but if they did it in a in a really dumb way or you know if they just made asses of themselves because they're definitely the people who let it get in the way of like 
their lives and like their productivity, which is lame. But mm-hmm. otherwise, it's like yeah, it's fine to fucking cut loose once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. Get out of my own goddamn head and like stop being mean to people just because they like to smoke weed once in a while. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, I was thinking about like how yeah, you have these high standards and you try to like apply them to other people, and right? Not not always uh, with the best results. <clears throat> a good point is just to start realizing that everything is wrong. Right, everything right. is you wrong. Know? And also, when you're a teenager, you stop thinking too much about everything. Don't take everything so seriously. Everything's going to be fine. You Are know, the teens listening? Hey, no, no, no teens hey listen to this. But if they were, if they were listening, just shut the fuck up, chill the fuck out. Yeah. It's going to be fine. You're, you're, everyone else is going through what you're going through, is basically. Right. And, yes. and what you were saying before, it's like, you know, the people that you're friends with when you're young, who are your parents' friends' kids and things like that, yeah, that's completely normal. And now we've got things like Twitter where we're able to find people who think the way that we think. And, you know, we're able to access parts of our brain that, you know, we want to communicate with, with everybody else. And you get to be like, oh, that's the way that that person thinks. Right. And it aligns very well with the way that I think about things. And that's you know, how people now are finding their uh, their their friend circles and things like that. Or and entirely the opposite. We're meeting people that think with the absolute opposite thought processes that mm-hmm. you have, like mm-hmm. force you to like, and if they have passion, they force you to confront the things that you think yeah. and force yeah, you to kind of illuminate yeah. them and say them out loud and defend them rather than just being like constantly like stroked by all your friends who think the way that <laughs> right. you think and go like, yeah, I agree. That scene in Lost in Translation, etc. You know, <laughs> I really, we all feel that way. Uh, you know, there's something really cool about meeting people who can't even process the kind of connections that you make mentally. Because right. then you have to explain them. And that's really interesting uh, head work. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with just like, you know, joining up with some sort of organization with... You know, if you have some sort of interest in meeting other people that have those interests where you have your opinions on something and they have different opinions on the same thing, even if it's just like hanging out with a bunch of people who like Star Trek, you know, and you know, you have your own opinions and they have their opinions and then you just argue with, not argue, but debate and kind of broaden the way that you think about something. And uh, that's something that you just don't get when you don't go outside of like where you started, you have to kind of just like branch out and reach out and kind of go all over the place. Yeah. I haven't thought about this before, so I may, be, I may bite my tongue in a second. Let's do it. But Let's do it. Let's you know, what's this. like the first rule of improv? Do you guys yes. know? Yes, yes and. and. Right. Yeah. Well, I, so I think, I, I, yes and. So I think that the first rule of conversation should be no but. No buts. <laughs> because, not because it's right, but because it's probably going to be a lot more interesting. Right. right. No Absolutely. but is like a really good way to go into a a friendly spirited debate in order mm-hmm. to discover new topics mm-hmm. as opposed to like yes and which is like yeah we all agree we're all very smart and good <laughs> we all really we like all the thoughts we're having <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I like that the, the no but theory of conversation that's how that's how our, we, our brains grow I'm gonna write that down I like that uh, you don't have to write it down no we just but put it oh, out yeah. oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah all right, uh, Eric, just reach uh, for some advice questions. Answer these questions. So you listen to an episode, you know that we, we go on Seventeen Magazine's website and look at the message boards. And these teens post stuff every minute of every day, 
And a lot of these questions that they ask are valid. They're usually just like, why doesn't this person like me? Or mm-hmm. does this person like me? It's always the same kind of shit. Or like, what kind of earrings should I wear with this dress? But sometimes there are questions on there that are completely ludicrous. Yeah, and we, we try to find the best ones. Pull the dumbest So uh, we can answer these as okay. seriously <laughs> as we want. Wow. Okay. Uh, survey question for everybody so we can roundtable this. Uh, number one, Xbox or PlayStation? Do you, I'm play, gonna, do you play video games? I don't. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say PlayStation because it's got the Blu-ray player. Yeah, I'm gonna also say PlayStation. I'm that. gonna say Xbox because I'm gonna disagree with everything. No, no, no Xbox. But. but I see what you mean by that. Right. <laughs> I respect your opinion, <laughs> and I I disagree with okay. all of my heart. All right. Next next question. Number two: White guys or black guys? Uh, I guess either or actually. For me. Uh, hmm. How about neither nor? Neither nor Asian guys. Okay, okay, okay. I don't see those uh, things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I won that one, guys. Now, right. <laughs> now here's the most important part of this question: Superman or Batman? This is asked by a 16 year old girl. Oh, I'm gonna go Batman. I'm Batman. Go Batman for sure. We all agree it's yeah, Batman. He's flawed. I mean, Superman has his problems, I guess. But no. did you guys see uh, Man of Steel? I didn't. I no, was, I was excited to see it too, but I I, I was excited and it was. Uh, that was a letdown. That's what I hear. Yeah, there's something way more interesting about Batman or Bruce Wayne than yeah, uh, yeah. just this guy who's just like born this way. Well, Superman doesn't evolve. Yeah, it's, yeah. he's hard to relate to. You feel like you could become Batman, so you could, you know, so if right. you're lucky enough to have someone kill if your parents on the way to the opera. If you're extremely wealthy and uh, right. have a, a mansion that has a cave under right. it, but you could become Batman. He's a human. And yes, Superman. He's unstoppable for the most part, you know. Um, so yeah, it's hard to relate to. But I feel like a, a successful Superman story is usually about how the world relates to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Man of Steel did that at all. But the the trailers made it seem like it was going to, so I was really excited. But then I just heard kind of nothing bad things about it. Yeah. Do you uh, do you go to a lot of movies, Elon? I I don't get out don't? that often, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm so busy sitting around and thinking about my own thoughts and, <laughs> and kind of like just congratulating myself on them right, yeah, yeah. and talking to friends who will pat me on the back emotionally sure. that I don't really get out to see that many movies. I watch a lot of TV, though. Okay. Sure. What, what kind of stuff do you watch? Uh, I watch a lot of Louie. Oh, oh what a great Louis show. very good. It was a great show. Breaking Bad, I love. Breaking oh, Bad. I love that show. Love Jeopardy. It's going to end soon. Jeopardy. We just had a big we, Jeopardy We talked about Je- Okay, here's a great question. We talked about this on the last episode. I think there should be a regular thing that we talk about. Okay. So, you know, after the first commercial break, uh-huh. when Alex goes around and talks to the contestants, what would be the thing that Alex brings up about you? You know, it's like, so I hear that you uh, have the biggest collection of yarn in northeastern Pennsylvania. It's a hard question to answer because I can't think of anything like... uh, Good or like significant about like my own life. I don't know. It doesn't have to be something that's like a real thing, but like what would be the thing that you would want him to say about you? Hmm. Maybe maybe we shouldn't ask this question, but... It would probably just relate to my beard. Everything (laughs) seems to go back. See, the thing is... Okay... I, I'm going to post pictures on Twitter, you know, so people can see what we're, what we're seeing. But uh, you do have a great beard. Thanks. But I think that it's the hair that's uh, more identifiable. Yeah, yeah. Jealous of that hair. Yeah. Man. Thank you. It's an impressive head of hair you got there. Well, all you have to do is nothing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And eventually, 
You'll have that too. It kind of it does its own thing. It's My hair is so fine and straight that if it gets long and like, I feel like I look like the Crypt Keeper or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I'm being grow it out. <laughs> I, I see you more as a Taylor Hansen character. If you grow <laughs> what? You know, kind of that that Tom Petty <laughs> yeah. down yeah, the side. Yeah, yeah. You're light. You're light. You're fair. Yeah, I'm that fair. Would be yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, so okay, so you think that Alex would talk about your your beard or your I, hair? I, I don't imagine anything else being. So you're a man of the beard. He would probably say something like that. How long have you been growing it? And I'd say, well, you know, quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> quite <laughs> some Fantastic. Time. Nancy over here is a lawyer. And, exactly. Yeah. I, I really wish you'd bring his mustache back. Yeah, I, mean, I, I that really was missed that thing. When it was the, nice. That, that was yeah. like news. That was a, like a news story when he shaved his mustache. Yeah. Here's a question I have about Jeopardy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you because you have to you have to answer in the form of a question. Sure. But does the question have to make sense? Like if the answer was <laughs> the answer was like let's say it was like uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could be like. Why was he the star of Lost in Translation or something? I, you why, know what I mean. Why is Bill Murray? Why is But, but you would be you would be asking a question that the answer would not be an answer to that question. Okay, let's try. What's an answer on Jeopardy that makes sense? Uh, uh, this like two thousand four drama. I don't even know when Lost in Translation came out, but uh, okay, yeah, 2004. this two thousand four. Uh, Bill Murray film featured, you know, Scarlett uh, Johansson. I ring in and I go, how is Lost in Translation? <laughs> yeah, but that would be like, uh, this 2004 Bill Murray movie is great. Why then, is Bill Murray? No, but that would be how is, yeah. Right, but that's the question. Are, is that part of the rule? They don't say like, that you have the question have to make sense. There's no, <laughs> I've never heard that. You have to say the words. All right. We, do you guys answer in the form of the question when you're playing along at home? Yes. Sometimes I, I do. do. Sometimes I just blurt out the the actual I always phrase just or blurt it out. Uh, yeah, we yeah we were just talking about because I DVR Jeopardy. Me too. I do too. And I have Me a too. I oh we're in good company right now. <laughs> uh, I have like a backlog. I've got a ah. I have some catching up to do. And we were talking about Jeopardy spoilers earlier because I don't want, I don't want to know what's happening now. And uh, it's like. I, I feel like now I need to just like catch up because yeah. I don't want to hear something that I you know. Well, I was saying away. I was saying that the guy who's winning now looks like a Bill Hader character. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, there was a, a there was a great time. moment. Uh, I guess it was probably like a week or two ago, but oh, I just yeah. watched it where uh, this one guy dethroned somebody who was the winner for like a week and a half, and um, Alex goes, "You are the new." Jeopardy host yeah. instead of champion or whatever, and I I was like, wait, what? And they didn't like didn't change it. They it, didn't fix but... it. No one seemed to notice it. And then I I watched the next one, and he was like, this is a little you know quiz. I guess I was testing the audience out there. It turns out last yeah, night yeah. I said this, and I was just like, ah, I did catch. I didn't you. even notice. Oh, um, I I immediately I was like, whoa, what? My favorite. And you were all like, "When is yeah. the Jeopardy host?" When is the Jeopardy? <laughs> My favorite uh, thing on Jeopardy recently was when somebody answered. The answer was, "Who is Freddy Krueger?" Oh, yeah. They said, uh, "Who is Fred Krueger?" Fred Krueger. That really <laughs> That's pretty good. And uh, you're also talking about the, uh, the Cardinal Fred Krueger. <laughs> yeah. You're also talking about uh, when Alex did his Jamaican voice. Oh, <laughs> Jamaica man. Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah, I have a vine it's, of Alex Trebek saying Jamaica man. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh, I love when he kind of adds his own yeah. flair to things where he really shouldn't. Or he like editorializes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
great film or something. Yeah. <laughs> Bad News Bears, great film. Yeah. Excellent work. <laughs> um, oh, so we have, we have another question. Actually, Elon, do you want to read this question here? Sure. Uh, how important is cursive writing in high school? <laughs> how important is... Do I read the rest of it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had to write this thing for a test in print and then in cursive. I took so long to finish it, and it was so embarrassing. Unhappy emoticon. Everyone else wrote it so quickly, and I couldn't even remember half of the cursive alphabet. How often do you need to write in cursive? Oh, that's a good question. Never. I taught myself to learn. I like for about two years. I only wrote in cursive because I wanted to really hone the skill, and I never use it. I uh, I wrote in cursive recently, and I was like, "Whoa, shit! I just wrote in cursive." <laughs> like, and it was I should have been like, "Oh shit! I just wrote something with a pen on paper." You know, that's right. like. Something yeah. that, I, I don't know, never happens anymore. Well, the, the true thing is that, I mean, I, I guess we're different because we work in the entertainment industry, but you don't use any of the shit you learned in school. None ever. of it. I never use math or, and not, science I never use. I don't know. I'm just saying, guys. Don't you don't use science? I mean, well, I use science if you just, in, if you in just, life. Yeah, right. If you discourage people from like <laughs> learning science, we're not going to have any more doctors I, ever again. No, I'm just saying, guys, hear me out. Be afraid of the sun because we don't know if it's a god or not. And uh, <laughs> It would be fun to go through life like that. Yeah. It would be fun to go through life without everything having been figured out already. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. It's a, every day is an adventure. To, get, to gather things and to be like scared by two-dimensional images, you know, and the sizes of them, like looking at posters and being freaked out by smaller people. Right, yeah. yeah. Or it's trapped in there. It's or crazy. like explosions that are uh, trapped in time somehow. Yeah. It'd be fun to like have those fears or hear like the MGM lion and not know what's happening. Right. Yeah. Run out of the room, quick! Man, if, there, if only there's a drug that can let us tap into that part of our brain or, or block off all of the rest of our Something brain. Something that gives us childlike wonder? Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, yeah we don't react to the world around us because we know too much. It's terrifying. It's true. It's true. It reminds me of like back when uh, the Lumiere brothers did that, like, the, the film of the train coming at the screen. Oh, and yeah. They ran, out of, ran out of the theater mm-hmm. screaming. That shit's not going to happen to us anymore. There's, I don't think there's going to be any technological advancement in our lifetime that's not going that that is going to shock us. You know what I mean? Right. There'll be things that be like, yeah, that makes sense now. Right. Like, well, that's what I was thinking. Like, I really wish that I could, if I could travel back in time, all I would do is show people in like the twenties Jurassic Park. <laughs> that's all I want to do. I think about like my grandfather died uh, <clears throat> probably. 17 years ago and just like in the past 17 years if I could go back and show him a fucking iPhone oh yeah how mind blowing that would be for him sometimes when I'm on my phone I'm just like holy shit this thing's amazing like that's good can you believe this thing this is incredible all the things you like right now I'm gonna I just found this advice question that some dumb teen is asking Uh or whatever and it's it's in my hand I got it in a second it's crazy uh, I guess that's a good t- chance for me to read this question. Yeah, read right? this question. All right. Uh, girlfriend's dad caught me slamming his little girl. What? <laughs> I'm 19. She's 17. Almost 18. He's really mad at me, but we're getting together to talk soon. Advice? Yeah, don't say you're slamming yeah. his daughter. Don't use slamming, porking, uh, yeah. anything like that. Boffing? Don't boffing. Don't. Jesus, it's a person you're having sex with. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's oh. somebody's daughter. Yeah. Oh, that is just all kinds of wrong. <laughs> and just that's just like that. That's trouble. That's that some is. real. That's some legal trouble. That's true. Well, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, that. I guess that's why he's at almost eighteen. Like, it makes a difference. It <laughs> right. makes it a little. It's like almost legal. <laughs> when I almost murdered that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was almost evil. So yeah. It's okay, <laughs> right? he, I swear he was like ninety-seven percent safe. Yeah. So just just saying. Um, yeah. I think that this person, if if you just stopped using the word slamming, he'd probably be yeah, uh, a much better person. He sounds like a, like a class act. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I've kind of gleaned. He's, he's a bit of a gentleman. He's, he's a mensch that. right there. Um, what is this other one? Uh, I don't know if I like any of these other ones. Some of these are just like really too gross. Yeah, they are. So we'll, we could we could end the questions there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh God, there's one about cutting. I'm not going to answer that. Yeah, that's that's. I'm a, I'm a classy get... man, and I don't go down those routes, my yeah. friends. <laughs> we just had our last our last uh, podcast featured a lot of talk about cake farts. So you know, I'm not going to bring myself down to these guys' level. Yeah, I I mean we do talk about the the internet a lot and and what's and we were talking about how like when we were teenagers there were really only like a few real like websites on the internet mm-hmm. and um cake farts was I guess one for <laughs> I guess Eric. we don't need to go back into it. Yeah. Uh I I mean I don't know how old you are but was the internet even really present when you were growing up? Yeah, yeah, right. I you know Maybe when I'm like 13 or 14 is uh-huh. when I had like an email address for the first time at a prodigy. I had prodigy uh, also. My, uh, I shouldn't say this. Uh, who cares? My prodigy name because they just assign you right. random characters. That's, that used to be my password for a lot of things because it's just a random string of numbers and letters that if you have prodigy, you remember that stuff. It just kind of gets stuck in your head. So. But I do remember getting a Gmail account. Mm-hmm. Oh, went yeah. back when you had to be invited. Oh, I got And that was really too. lucky. Yeah. And then the thing that was the most life-changing moment for me ever was my first BlackBerry. Oh. That's yeah. really when things took a shift because when you had the internet, it was amazing and you like could look up things. But it wasn't until you had a BlackBerry that you could do it not chained to your home. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it changed the way we interacted as humans. And I just remember driving back from Santa Barbara one time with my girlfriend... And I had just this new brick of a BlackBerry, yeah. you know, like an old Zach phone, right. <laughs> and Zach phone. and with a with the scrolling wheel on the, the side, on the side, which yeah. now seems like so ancient. Yeah, uh, but it was so exciting. And I remember having an argument in the car just about something banal, like who's in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I no longer had to think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I had to do was type. Yeah. Uh-huh. and it totally altered the method of. Of argument and communication in all relationships. Yeah, but there's yeah. something that's really fun about, like, an argument like that, about trying to remember an actor's name or whatever. There's something really gratifying about knowing that the answer is in your hand, but that that you can challenge your brain to find the answer. That's what I like to do more than anything else, where it's just like, oh, man, it's like 10 hours later. It's like, Alan Rickman. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, that's exactly what it was. But it's like, it's more gratifying knowing that you didn't, have to, I don't know, look yeah, it up. It is, but it also complicates relationships in a way because mm. you now have to find new things to talk about. You can't just go over and over the same issues again uh-huh. because the information is available. The sure. kinds of arguments you have to have in the modern world with your loved ones 
are significantly more theoretical mm-hmm. because you can't debate facts anymore. Yeah, that's true because the answer is always there. Yeah, if but it is if it is like a fact-based question. Yeah, but maybe there's a way that you could know but it and enhance the conversation. Well, that's that, and that's where theory yeah. comes in, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting because people used to be able to communicate on a much more like linear level, mm-hmm. and now you can't. You have to actually think, mm-hmm. and it separates people. I think it actually it makes us better as a species. It makes it more difficult to actually find ways to connect with other humans mm-hmm. because those are harder planes to find peers on, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I don't know. It's conversation in the the modern era is such like a <laughs> This is such bullshit. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. no. It's, <laughs> I, I always find it really interesting because you're right. Conversations kind of have a limit to them now and there's I feel like there's less of a I don't know, an exploration to things. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, it's just, there's some fun that's lost. Well, there's, there's just yeah. a finite amount of things in the world. And right. the more access you have to those things, the more difficult it is to make them valid or interesting. Although, I mean, but then if it's like, I don't know, a thought about Alan Rickman, for example, and I'm just like, you know... <laughs> really stuck on this. Alan you know, it's Rickman. just the, the last thing I said that I was like, oh yeah, that's right, that guy, I love him. Uh, but, you know... In the past, without that, I wouldn't be able to find out his biographical information easily. And I'd probably forget about it. Rickman but, was a mystery. Back 20 years ago, nobody knew anything about Rickman. Well, yeah, it was just like the die, the, the diehard villain. And then, <laughs> you know, a few things in there. But then it's like, now I can learn more and more and more about this person. And then... I don't know. True, but you still don't possess any proprietary information about it. You're just looking at the True. same sources that everyone else can. So all it does is make you, having spent more time on something, mm. not necessarily more learned or more interesting. Yeah, but if I got really good at the internet, I could find his phone number and talk, <laughs> and talk to him on a podcast and, <laughs> and be like, tell me everything that we don't know from IMDb. <laughs> Well, guys, I have to get running, unfortunately, but this has been a fucking awesome podcast. I, I, I really like this episode. Yeah, uh, oh, wow. before we wrap things up, is there anything that you want to share? Maybe if, if there was a defining uh, story or moment from your teen years that, you, uh, that comes to mind? Totally okay if there isn't. Uh, I'll, just, I'll say that one time when I was 19, I went to UCLA, which was not a school I went to. Mm-hmm. And I went to during Rush Week, and I pledged a fraternity. Huh. Just, as just for yeah, as a, with a friend of mine, as a mute. <laughs> <laughs> and I lasted for four days. Whoa! And I was accepted in the fraternity. At which point they asked for transcripts, and I had to disappear entirely. Oh, that's great! <laughs> I had to disappear off the face of the earth because I spent a lot of time in Westwood, and I would run into those people all the time. Yeah. So I guess. Uh, I guess my takeaway from all of that is that once I spent three or four days as a mute, it was really funny, and then it became really distressing because <laughs> I couldn't talk. You see what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's difficult yeah. when you like to communicate with the world. And my takeaway from that, I guess, was do anything for three days. <laughs> I like it. That's, I like that a lot. Do anything for three days. And then stop on the fourth. Yes, definitely. That's like when I did a cleanse. I did it for three days. And I <laughs> it translates. Cool. Well, so um, 
people should probably follow you on Twitter if they're not already. You've got like a billion followers, so you don't need them. But uh, I am. The, uh, they call me the Year of Elon. They call you that. They do. Twitter assigned you that name. They did. Just like Prodigy. It's a play on the there. Summer of George. I was being optimistic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's pretty grand, though. Going for, the, going for the whole year. Rather Doing than my best. Yeah. It's not working out. I'm oh, trying. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and follow us at Hayteens Podcast. Go to HayteensPodcast.com and uh, find out where you can buy our zine, or you can buy it from the website directly. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's basically it. That about does it, I think. Yes. You guys are really not. You guys are nice young ge- gentlemen. Oh, you know, you're, you're a swell guy. You're, you're, you're know, nice folk. <laughs> hey, you're the one that brought cookies. Yeah, I did. So yeah, did. I'm gonna have another one before I leave. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Elon, thank you so much for coming. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, yeah, bye, teens. Bye, teens. Bye, teens.